Peoria City Soccer is back with a familiar face as coach. That's just one of the things you need to know to start your day. I'm Colin Shope. And I'm Vincent. Today is Thursday, May 25th, and this is WCBU's On Deck. Support for WCBU's On Deck comes from Palomar Wealth, providing financial planning and advice for Central Illinois. Introducing Navigating Your Financial Journey, a podcast exploring the concepts of financial wellness with the Palomar Wealth team. Now available on Spotify, Apple, and Amazon. More information at palomarwealth.com. First on deck today, more women go to Bradley University and Illinois Central College than men. A lot more. Charlie Schlenker reports. The gender imbalance at Bradley is 66% female, 44% male, slightly larger than the national average. Illinois Central College enrollment is also unbalanced by gender, with 60% female students, or about the national average. Brookings Institution scholar Sarah Reber says girls do better in high school, which helps determine decisions whether to go to college. Some hypotheses include differences in what economists sometimes call non-cognitive skills or sort of behavioral stuff, everything from organization, executive function, you know, things like that, but then also like actual sort of like acting out and things like that. Like there's, you know, there's significant gender gaps in kind of all of those things. Reber says 1970s laws promoting better access to higher education for women revealed something that could have been clear sooner, except for cultural norms that favored men. Reber says on campuses where the balance gets too far out of whack, it can create less of a sense of belonging. She says strengthening supports for those who have weaker academic backgrounds is a good idea in general and could help men more than women. But... You know, you do find some of the interventions that we do for in education like don't work as much for boys as for girls. Reber says it's not clear there should be policies that prop up a historically advantaged group like men, though it's concerning how big the gaps are. She says society should want to use all its talents and make sure it serves everyone. And even though college degrees provide more of a lifelong economic advantage over non-graduates than ever before, women aren't benefiting. The gender pay gap still tilts heavily toward men. I'm Charlie Schlenker. Here are some other stories that we're following in the WCBU newsroom. The city of Peoria is accepting a $3 million state grant to create a new police behavioral health co-responder unit. And an advocate for the survivors of Catholic cleric child sexual abuse says she's hopeful an investigation by the Illinois Attorney General's office will encourage more people to step forward with their stories. Find more of these stories and all the details at WCBU.org. The second season is underway for the Peoria City semi-professional soccer franchise. Club general manager Tim Regan, a former Bradley University standout and MLS pro, has added the coaching role to his duties. WCBU reporter Joe Deacon talks with Regan about the team. There are a lot of reasons for having me as the head coach this year. First off, the guy who did a really good job in the first year was unavailable. So availability is a key aspect, and I was able to step in and serve in the role this season. You're very familiar with the Peoria soccer community and have been connected to this area for more than two decades now. For those who may not know, can you tell us a little bit about your background and experience? Yeah, I'll give you the the cliff nose version of that one. I went to school here at Bradley University, 
So I spent four years on the soccer team playing for Jim DeRose, who's my current boss as the head coach still of the program. I, I left here at Peoria a little bit early from college and took off and played soccer and major league soccer for a few years. Continued to work in the professional game as a scout for Toronto FC. Transitioned into another scouting role for the U.S. Soccer Federation, then into the coaching world where I did a little bit of youth and then a professional team called Indy 11, which plays in the second division in our country. Came back to Bradley University to join Coach DeRose as his assistant and uh, start my seventh season this coming year. Seven seasons on the yeah. Bradley staff. Turning back to Peoria City, how successful would you rate the club's first season and how would you hope to build on it for this year? For a starting club, to make the playoffs number one is a challenge because you have to acquire the players, keep the players, and, and make the performance happen all year long all summer long. Second, you you need to make sure that you have something to draw people in. And for the guys that come play on our team, it's the crowd. It's the environment. It's a real game day experience that you don't see a lot of times in this USL2 league. So I would say that on our end, we had a really fantastic first year. So you talk about the crowd and what is the biggest key to growing interest in this team and in this level of soccer here? There's a couple of different aspects to our sport. It's a, a weird one, soccer. For most fans, when you go to a game, you show up, you pay your ticket, you sit in your seat, and you enjoy the sporting event. Uh, no different than local theater or anything of the sort in the arts community. But for soccer, we have a unique thing that we call supporters clubs. And we have one called the 309. And they are grassroots. It's a couple of local guys that are passionate soccer fans. And to have your own team called Peoria City in your backyard show up support it, make your own chants, make your own scarves, make your own uh, name of the group, the 309. And they have a real passion for the sport. And in our last season, they were out there in good numbers, and they've already enhanced that this year uh, to be really impressive. Uh, they're over 300 as a group total in terms of the online support. And then in person, they're between 15 and 100 in every game. And they don't just sit and watch. They sing, they chant, they have drums, megaphones. Uh, it, it creates a different environment that you're used to seeing in normal sporting events. Who are some of the key players on this year's team that fans should notice? Well, first we have our local players, and I, I think that's always a, a great sell. Uh, Peoria soccer community is strong. It's always been big in number. So Miles Fonafong is, is one of our local players. He grew up in Washington, uh, went to high school here in Peoria at Peoria Notre Dame. Uh, Wesley Gibson's from Morton, went to high school at Morton. Uh, both of them played collegiately at Wisconsin Green Bay and Southern Illinois Edwardsville. Also have Noah Madrigal, who's a local player that went to Peoria Notre Dame and is currently at Marquette University. There are some other younger guys that are still making their footprint in the college game and, and trying to make their skills a little bit better this summer so that next year when you look up their names, they have stats and games played in, in respective schools at Division 1, 2, and 3. That's Peoria City Soccer head coach Tim Regan talking to WCBU's Joe Deacon about the semi-pro club's second season. To hear the full conversation, go to wcbu.org. Before we let you go, the Morton Police Department celebrates the retirement of K-9 Shadow tonight. The open house from 3 to 6 p.m. at the department will recognize the dog's nine years of service. And that's it for today. I'm your co-host, Vincent, from Central Intermediate School in Washington. And the show was produced by Holden Kellogg. You can subscribe to WCBU's On Deck podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google, or the NPR app.